0: Not that we're gonna like really discussing the bonus track, but I just realized I forgot to look up who who did Shining Wisdom's music. Yeah, I forgot who. Uh, Motoaki Uh One of his aliases, according to VGMDB, is Bloody Takanouchi. Uh, wow. that's a wow. that's a nickname. <laughs> 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 Hello and welcome to episode 118 of Rhythm Encounter, the RPG Fan Music Podcast. I am your host, Mike Salbato, and today we are talking about towns. Uh, But before we talk about the topic much, I want to introduce my wonderful panel today, starting with Audra. Hello, hello. Hello. Nice having you back.
1: Oh, thank you. Good to be back.
0: Also here is Gio. Actually, it's been a little while since you were here. Hello. It's been a while. Yeah. Happy to have you, and Tin is with us again.
2: Hi, I'm Hi. back again.
0: <laughs> I'm very happy about that. I enjoy having you on the show, so. Well, I enjoy having all of you on the show, so that's why I'm looking forward to today. Aww. So we are, uh, we are of course, talking about town themes, and this is actually a topic we did before, but it's been a very long time. In fact, it has been how many years now? We did it in episode 18. Um, oh, damn. August 2014. So you know, sometimes we do revisit topics, especially when you have something like towns or characters. Like there, there are some themes we've done that you could do just you just keep revisiting, and you'd always have new music. Um, I didn't realize it had been uh, almost uh, no over nine years now since the first episode. So we're way overdue to talk about more town themes.
3: Yeah, and exactly 100 episodes. I don't know
0: if that's deliberate here. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, of is. course it is, Chio. <laughs> what do you take me for? I, I mean, obviously it is. Um, no, I didn't even realize that. That's a nice coincidence, though. Does that mean we have to do a town theme every 100 episodes? I think so. That's
3: a good tradition to
0: have. Okay, okay. Hopefully I'll remember 100 episodes from now, <laughs> which is in how many years? Another nine years. Uh, well, oh. I mean, we do you know, roughly 24 episodes a year, so yeah going to be a little while. Maybe we'll do it before then. But uh, yeah, so we have we have a really cool lineup here of some stuff, Uh, some things I've never heard. I mean, I've heard of all of the games today, but some of the soundtracks uh, I have not heard in some of these games. So I know it was a a cool experience for me. So I hope we're going to hope everyone got introduced to something new to them. Yeah, for sure. I I actually didn't
3: know. Uh, Either song you brought to the table today, so well, I knew I knew the original version of one of the songs you're bringing. Okay, all right. Well, I'm
1: sure we heard a few new ones. Just good. Those are fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm sure that'll come up as we go. But yeah, Um, I usually like to ask people what drew them to this episode. I'm I'm not really sure. I have no expectations here. Like, I'm not looking for any particular insight, unless it's just, hey, you know. RPG towns are important to the game, and I like their music. But you know, if anyone has anything that was like that really said, "Hey, this is why I want to be on this episode," I, I would love to hear it.
3: Well, I was looking for an excuse to bring my songs to the table. This is like because I, I I I haven't played either game that I'm bringing to the table, but uh, it's I'm I'm really into their soundtracks. And like I found I thought this was the perfect opportunity to do so.
1: I just kind of wanted the excuse to finally share these songs. I really like the two that I picked, so
3: Yeah. Same here. That's that's basically the reason why I, I, I go high hop on these episodes part of the time. So I want to talk
0: about these songs that I listen to all the time.
1: Like, yes, finally, a reason for it.
0: Yes. <laughs> all right. I like that. I I do have I do have a list of songs where I'm like I want to bring this on one day but like it the episodes haven't come up yet so like this one and some other episodes I've actually had to go seek out like and really think about like what I'm bringing on but mm, yeah. I'm glad you guys had some stuff and that this is I'm sure you'll be excited to talk about them yeah
3: I, I don't know about you Audra but like I troll the the Trello channel like all the time I like, always look for like
0: cards that I feel like I have songs for. Is yes i do too yeah i do the same <laughs> i i can i figured you guys both did that because sometimes i'll be looking at the board and i'll just i'll look over at the activity and it's like what you know one or two one of the two of you join like you know three <laughs> or four things in a row I'm like uh-huh. they've been doing their homework
2: yeah. um well usually um my main reason is that i just really want to know more songs and um uh I just think the music usually in RPG towns are really um, uh, like unique in a way like you can easily tell that oh this dude is playing an RPG
3: <laughs> yeah that's true
2: yeah just just by listening to whatever that's playing on the background without even looking at whatever he or she is playing so yeah
3: yeah I think RPGs have the best location themes yeah in general yeah i mean i'm not gonna disagree <laughs> like our best music in general if i could be if
0: i could generalize super the, biased yeah
2: we're biased <laughs> yeah
0: we are a little biased <laughs> i mean there, there are some standouts out there obviously like there's is, there is definitely some stuff outside of rpgs like you know every once in a while i i think uh you know if there is any way we could justify bringing on music from like ace combat uh, mm-hmm. if you've ever oh, heard yeah. some of the oh, ace combat yeah. soundtracks they're yeah. incredible um, yeah maybe that yeah. has to be maybe that's a topic one day is non-rpgs just to get that out of our system yeah i, I think get...
1: there might be a topic like that one day a future topic
0: hasn't yeah. there already been i feel like there's already been i don't know i can't remember if we have on rhythm encounter we i mean some of the other with the other shows we do that once in a while mm, but yeah. uh whatever if, if if i'm forgetting it and we have then i guess we'll do a part two in 10 years <laughs>
1: a hundred episodes later
0: yes i gotta figure out when that was and then add 100 to it and that's when we'll do it all right so i i did attempt to somewhat pair up songs as i usually do so i don't have official names for these but i figured our first block at least is sort of some relaxing song town songs to get us into the the mood here So our first song today is actually Audra. So what is your first one?
1: It is Forgotten Days from Suikoden.
0: Oh, the original. Yeah. Nice. Um, Believe it or not, I have a song from Final Fantasy XIV. So I have Sultana Dreaming, which is the ulda nighttime theme from A Realm Reborn. So I am going to have a lot to say about it. But first, let's go listen to Forgotten Days and Sultana Dreaming.
1: Forgotten Days is actually the theme song of The Village of the Hidden Rune in Suikoden. It's only plays in one really memorable part of the game when something happens due to the plot that um, causes the characters to go back into time. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> and it's connected to um, one of my personal favorite Suikoden characters, Ted. It's actually very closely connected to him. And I just... I love this song. I, I was smitten with it when it first heard it and I kind of I love the instrumentation and how it really does capture like a moment in time and it has a nostalgic feel to it that I feel like the instrumentation helps with that and then there's like a kind of mysterious solid kind of lonely feeling to it in a way. But then there's also like nature sounds and it's just I, I just I love the whole combination of everything about this song. And it's just a really poignant piece when it plays in the game.
0: Oh, I didn't know it was one of those only used once songs. That's cool.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. No, the um, you know, for me the the flute or whatever. The flute or other wind instruments. Like that's really you know, those are really like the stars of the show here, right? Um mm-hmm. like they carry the melody and give it this like, I don't I almost don't want to say breezy feeling because they're wind instruments, but I'm gonna say breezy feeling. Um but like I like that it has that feel to it. Um and also the birds. Like I don't wanna like yeah. just talk about just the birds, but I, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> like I really honed in on it. Um because like I feel in, in a lot of games the you know, the, the bird song would be something you'd hear in the game. Like it would be a sound effect, you know, separate from the actual music. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, so yeah, like sometimes you'll get that in a game and then you go and listen to the song on the soundtrack and it's like it's still there, but like sometimes you realize that the ambient sound or the birds or something in the game was actually contributing to that feeling. So it's a little, it doesn't give you the same, you know, Mm -hmm. the same memories. So it's actually really interesting to me that that is actually literally part of the song in this case, because that's not always the case.
1: Yeah, they did have an arrangement of it on another album that I don't think has the birds on it, which is why I kind of picked this one, because I, oh. I, I, I like the whole incorporation of it.
0: Exactly. Okay, I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Okay, well, thank you for proving me right. <laughs> I was like, I you know, I don't have the connection to the character like you do, so, you know, that's... I was like, I wonder that if it's awesome. the same. Yeah, I wonder if, how it is without this aspect, and well, there you go.
3: When, when Suikoden brings the flute, that's when, you know, the song is amazing it's like mm-hmm. uh i don't know like uh i know suikoden one is the only soundtrack in the series where it's they use real instruments and not like uh, uh sound fonts and yeah it's it, it it really shines in in this song in particular um mm-hmm. i'm really i'm really excited to revisit this when the whenever the remaster comes out
1: i know me too
3: yeah i, I forget where what this village is like the village of hidden Ruin.
1: oh it's um it's actually ted's um home village oh yeah that they go to like during a story event
3: i see i see
1: um
2: since this is like played only once in the game is there a version of this um before it transitions to this
1: not that I'm aware of I don't remember there being a piece that transitions to it, I think it just shows up at that one moment oh. the story scenes.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, sa- kind uh, of yeah. just
1: to emphasize how important and special that place was
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that makes sense
2: yeah, I wonder how they'll um, play this out in the new remasters
0: do you think they'll make a new version?
2: it's yeah. possible, we'll see <laughs>
0: Yeah, I haven't been following it enough. I don't remember if they've if they said they're rearranging the music or not. I would think they would be, or at least have the option.
2: I'm not sure if they mentioned anything about the music.
0: I know that the trailers have
3: like a new, different music, and so I don't know if that's gonna if they're doing the whole soundtrack. So I, I don't want to spread misinformation on the podcast. So.
1: Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't be like me. Uh, yeah, I mean. I feel like, you can switch between the graphic styles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like they Konami's been really doing really good with their their well remasters or like re releases in the collection. So I I would think if they're doing the two different graphics, if they do different music, they would still let you have both. Yeah. Oh please, yeah please. <laughs> but I mean, you know, the new arrangements can be really good. So and like the arrangement, yeah. the music we've heard so far on like the Mario RPG remake is. Very clearly, like the same music, but like it's just, it's got a little bit more to it. It's, it sounds nice. Yeah. And you can switch between both, like the original, like the
3: remastered version, which is nice. Yeah.
0: yeah I like when they do that. Options. Yeah. All right. So, again, shocking no one, I brought 14 music on. Um, <laughs> however, I realized looking through our database that we haven't actually featured a song from A Realm Reborn since episode 35. Uh, in early 2016 oh. so you know what it really hasn't been overdone <laughs> so that that's how I justified it um, also because I just <laughs> 14 has so many good town and city themes and every expansion just adds more of them um, so my favorite town themes overall just if anyone's curious uh, is probably still in heaven's word uh out of all the expansions there's a few in heaven's word that are just the best. Um, and, uh, some of those have been on the show and also in episode 35 for some reason. So again, been a long time. So this one is one of the, can I say classic? Is a Realm Reborn a classic now that is 10 years old, I guess. Yeah. Um, I
2: consider that.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, compared to the, you know, expansions and recent releases, I don't know. Musically. It's a classic
1: mm -hmm. in our hearts.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's historically like important. Yes. There you go. (laughs) Someone just agreed with me in the background there. Yes. Anyway, um, so yeah. So this is like I said. This is the nighttime theme in Alda, which is the desert city state in Realm Reborn. Well, in All of fourteen, and it's it's so just beautiful and peaceful and delicate, just the whole sound of it. Um, it, It's one of the first songs that Soken did that I fell in love with. Um, And, you know, it was 10 years ago. I played the beta version of A Realm Reborn, so in, like, a month and some before release. So uh, back then in the game, for anyone who's maybe picked up the game later or hasn't played at all, but early on, um, if you wanted, like, your bonus, like, rested experience, you had to be in a town. And it was... At the very beginning, it was only in the main cities, like the little other towns, the other settlements did not give you bonuses. Um, you wanted to log out in an in and all these other things. So, you know, early on, like we were like, well, I want my you know experience bonus, like rested bonus. So, you know, we would spend a lot of time in towns. Um, so like I was there crafting because I got into crafting a lot. And, you know, also I wasn't going to craft like in the field full of, you know, bugs and other <laughs> monsters so you know I'm like well we're going to hang out in the city and um I don't know I just I am going to talk about the music too but like for me like part of why I wanted this on is because of just how the vibe and the setting just it, it was really important to like my early game experience in 14 uh my friend Stephen uh formerly of RPG fan uh currently of uh localizing lots of incredible projects. Um, you know, he, he got me into the game, actually. And we spent a lot of time just hanging out in the cities. And, like, this is this was my starter city. So we, we spent a lot of time here, you know, just hanging out, talking, and crafting. And, you know, so, like, I have a lot of personal and, like, cozy feelings about this track and this place. Um, and I don't know, I think for me, like, I don't know that I would have had Quite the same, quite the same feeling, um, or or like fond memories of those those early days if this sound if this song didn't have that effect, if it wasn't so welcoming and comforting. Um it's just it, it was one of the many things that like really got me into the game. Like, I just like this, like I can just hang out here and it's just yeah. I didn't really talk about the music and the instrumentation, but you know, you can hear it. I'm sure you guys will. But that was my that was my story. Like that's why I wanted to bring it on because it, it, this song meant so much to me, early days. Um, so yeah, I have good memories.
2: Oh, um, after hearing this again, yeah, it's it was it felt very nostalgic. Like um, <laughs> I would also remember the early days when I would level my uh well my paladin and also uh, my crafting uh, classes. And you would often hear a lot of people uh, stay in all the, as well, like near the craft, uh, near the marketing board. And you could hear all of the crafting sound effects (laughs) if if something's failing or something is a success. So, yeah, um, uh, this music, I, I also like how the tempo... Uh, just changes, but at the same time, overall, it still feels so relaxing. Just listening mm-hmm. to it, like, and it's perfect. It's a perfect theme for a night, night theme. Like you would easily know that this place during the night. <laughs> yeah, it's a very
1: peaceful theme, mm-hmm.
3: for sure. And it, it subverts my expectations of what makes a desert town theme. Uh. Uh, I would I actually expected that Sultana was like you know some sort of a city um or like you know definitely not a place in a desert where you know typically like the you know the instrumentation is like probably uh flutes or like you know somewhat you know middle eastern sounding instruments you know the instruments that people typically use for
0: um for desert I don't want to be. i don't want to say anything controversial here but no it's fine yeah you're you're not judging anyone you're just saying like there's there's a sound we often associate with deserts and desert towns in rpgs especially yeah
3: and i don't know i think it speaks to soken's creativity um i i heard it i hear like how he he thinks outside of the box and i heard it in ff16 and
0: it it was clearly the case before that i think yeah that i would definitely agree with that (laughs) One day we're gonna get you to play this game, and then you'll know. <laughs> um, can I be uh, sponsored by RPG Fan? <laughs> <There's a> f- <laughs> you haven't heard. That there's a free trial. <laughs> uh,
2: okay, bye, bye.
0: <laughs> you know, the free trial goes up to Stormblood now. Yeah? <laughs> oh God! No, Heavensward, right? Or- no, oh, right, they no. expanded it recently. Oh, Stormblood comes after Heavensward. Yeah, oh, I see.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Two expansions. Um wow. well hang on, hang on. This the sponsorship thing, like what does what that what does that involve?
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I mean when, when when I
0: when I
3: when I <laughs> I mean when I get past Stormblood, uh the can RPG fan
0: like subsidize my subscription? Oh you want us to pay for your subscription. <laughs> um Well, I can speak for the owner of RPG fan and say no. <laughs> <laughs> um but I won't need to. Because honestly, if you if you played, if you played the game all the way through Stormblood, at that point, you will know or not whether you like the game enough to stick with it. And you, you will forget all about this conversation. That's true. You'll yeah, be like, no, I need, I, yeah, I need more of this. So, yeah, yeah. actually, so I'll, maybe I'll just say yes. Maybe I'll just say yes, because I won't. I won't actually. Have to, I shouldn't do that. This is on the this is like going to be on the Internet forever now. We'll see. Let's, well, how about this? We will talk about it when you get there.
3: Yes, yes. Okay. I mean, I'm like five hours in the game, I think. <laughs> so I just need to continue it. I don't know because like I heard somewhere that the subscription uh, that your playthrough, you have to f- finish your playthrough in like a set number of hours or something. Like once you start it, if you, if you have like a month or something. I don't know if that's true or not. Is that how the you trial know? works? I don't know. I didn't Actually, think
2: so. I'm not sure because yeah. I haven't even oh, tried to try them.
3: So I have, I'm I'm scared to check. I don't want to find out that
0: my progress is like <laughs> moot unless I pay for it. I so. don't. I don't believe so. I've never heard of that. Um, which okay, just really quick. I know we should move on to other songs, but what what did you start as then? Obviously, you didn't start in Old Ah. Uh. Uh,
2: New Gridania.
0: New Gridania. Yeah. Ah, okay.
3: Also, really nice town theme. Yes. I think. It's been a while. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're trying to be a Dragoon, right?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm a Mikot Dragoon. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I look, I look pretty handsome in the game, I think. <laughs> then like I the took a lot life. of
0: pictures together. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't really need to sell you anymore in the game. I feel like whenever 14 comes up, I always have to, like fake pressure someone into playing it but i also realize it's a commitment and i hope you understand that i'm never really pushing you to play the game even though you should play the game (laughs) yeah yeah i I feel like i feel more ambient pressure from like everyone in in the world (laughs) ambient (laughs) pressure from the other 30 million players yeah yes (laughs) i I really like the phrase ambient pressure (laughs) oh okay well, I don't know how to translate uh, or transition ambient pressure into this one. So, hey, Gio, what's your, what's your first song today? <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing uh, The Village Without
3: Memories from the game Opuna. Uh, it's by, composed by Noriyuki
0: Kamikura. Yeah, this was a really nice surprise. So I'm excited to hear your thoughts or everyone's thoughts on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And after that, uh, Tin, we have your first song today, too.
2: Um, this is my first dragon quest music that i'm bringing in the show and it's called village theme of um crumbledon so it's by koichi sugiyama uh, I, I first uh, heard of this from dragon quest builders too
0: nice well i'm always happy to talk dragon quest builders so let's go listen to <laughs> a village without memories and village theme from crumbledon
3: So that was the village without memories from the Nintendo Wii game Opuna. Um, uh, it's a game. It's a song. Very uh, that kind of goes extra. <laughs> I think it. It like it's like the guitar player goes crazy. The bass guitar guitar player goes crazy. Um, and it's for a, a game that's. A little bit bizarre. I think uh, Japanese people would call it uh, some kusoge, which means like bad game. I think, and um, I think it ha- it has a reputation as a kusoge game. But the soundtrack, um, it's by uh, essentially it's by Hitoshi Sakimoto's bass escape, uh company of like composers, and they just they put. Uh, uh, Noriyuki Kamikura in particular puts everything into this song and I don't know I don't really know why but <laughs> I don't I, I, I it um I haven't actually played Okuna, I just listen to the soundtrack all the time because the soundtrack is wonderful everyone should listen to it and uh this song is a—I uh, think it's a uh, it's very hard to find information about uh the you know where this song actually plays in the game like what the context is but i I think it it really is about a, a village where everyone living in it has amnesia and so it's it's kind of tragic in a way i think it's meant to evoke like some sort of tragic vibe but also mystery it's mysterious and intriguing yeah and um i just i just love the instrumentation i just i'm it I was immediately, when I was listening to the soundtrack, I just immediately uh, enraptured by this song in particular. It's
1: a lovely song. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know much about the game itself, but yeah, you can definitely tell that the composer went all out with it. I think he does an excellent job with it.
0: Uh, so I didn't actually realize that this game had that kind of reputation, Geo. Uh I, I looked it up really quick and it got very... You know, it it actually was localized, uh, but it definitely got some very middle of the road reviews. Like, Gamespot gave it a six and a half out of ten. But like, some others were more more fond of it. Destructoid was in the sevens, seven six. Um, you know, it got a thirty one out of forty in Famitsu, so it's like not terrible, but apparently not great. Although, whatever. Four One One Mania is. Uh, I'm guessing that's a website that no longer exists. Give it a one and a half out of ten. So I'm sure that right. was an interesting I review.
3: I, I don't know what business Four One One Mania has reviewing Apuna. It's a it's a wrestling news website. Oh, what? <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: and they reviewed know. this. That's bizarre. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't I really know nothing about this game. This is one this is one of those games it was, it was released on the Wii and I'm like, well, I've heard of it and I know of it. I've seen the cover, but I've definitely never played it. Um, but my my notes here, basically my first thought was, "Where did this come from?" Um, <laughs> you know, again, I know the game by name and it's quirky and weird looking and all that, but th- this music is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the guitar at the beginning is just delightful, and I would honestly I would have been happy if that was the song. If like that comes in, and that was the whole song. But then there's some strings that come in at the one minute mark. Um, just, it's just so cool. Like, it, I like all the songs we have on this episode today. But I have to say that this was my biggest surprise because it's just, it's not a game I thought would have music like this. Although, if I'd known that Bass Escape Sakamoto and his his pals were involved in this, I would have known. Um, so I'm <laughs> I'm really happy you brought it on. Introduced me to it. I'm um, oh, I even looked up like the composer, like Kamakura specifically, because I was curious. Like, okay, well, what else? What else has he worked on? <laughs> I'm like, if you haven't looked him up on like VDMDB, um, like he's credited for arrangements on the Secret of Mana remake, um, a whole lot oh, of Saga yeah. albums, Falcom. Um, like, there's some E's albums, and I think some Legend of Heroes. Like a lot of Falcom things. Um, I mean, he you know he performs and stuff too, but like a lot of his credits are arranger credits. But it's it's a really impressive resume, so um, I want to one check out more of this soundtrack, but also check out some of his other stuff too.
3: Awesome! I'm glad he's on the RPG fan radar now, because maybe <laughs> we we do like
0: composer episodes from time to time. Maybe it's like worth exploring him at some point. I I would be up for Ooh. that because if this is any indication, uh, yeah, I want to hear more.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's when I first heard this um, when Gia let me hear it before, uh, and I had no clue from what game it is. I was like, wow, this sounds so good. Where is it from? Not until he showed me that this video of um, three eggheads roaming around a village, and I'm like, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, th- this music? As, uh, I don't know if it sounds very negative or something but yeah um the music really sounds so good that it doesn't look like this music uh, matches with the game I'm
4: sorry
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah um like previously you, you guys mentioned uh earlier with um uh, Soken being flexible with his music I would want to look up uh Kamikura more as well since um he uh when you were looking up his uh his resume um there were a, apparently he, he has worked on a lot more other uh, music for really good titles so yeah I would I, I'm gonna look up on him as well yeah. <laughs> and see all of his music uh Uh, That he worked on. Yeah, I'm sure it
0: can be. It'll give you. It'll give us all some more music to bring on future topics. Yeah. 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 I'm also, despite everything we said about this, I'm also weirdly curious about the game now. I I, I (laughs) want to check it out. Our uh, our library, our local library, has actually a really cool uh, lineup of games that, and they keep it up to date. I actually really want to like figure out who there is in charge of the games because is something i forgot what it was there's like there's an rpg that came out like maybe a month or two ago and they already have that where you can check it out wow, oh wow. Like, this is impressive but they but they go back to like the wii they have 3ds games maybe ds games and they have a big lineup of wii games um i'm actually really curious if they have this because it's it's odd and you wouldn't think but there's some stuff that they have there that you wouldn't expect so uh, not that anyone listening to this show needs to know that. I'm really just saying it so I can remember to go <laughs> go look for Apuna at the library.
3: I hope they don't look at you like you're crazy. Like, what the hell a Apuna? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Do you have Apuna for Wii? It's like, uh, secu- security. <laughs> um, speaking of quirky games, Tin, let's hear about your song.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not really familiar yet with a bunch of other Dragon Quest music, but um I recently just discovered how wonderful Dragon Quest Builders do is. So, <laughs> uh, this theme plays in an area called Crumbleden, and I think apparently this. Music also plays in other Dragon Quest games.
3: Yeah, it started in Dragon Quest Mm Three. It's the village theme in Dragon Quest Three, and it's it's actually yeah really one of my favorites. And I I, I was I think it also came up in Dragon Quest Builders One, so yeah, it makes a comeback into Dragon Quest music making a
0: comeback in future (laughs) games. Okay, that's all. That's all. That's all I'm doing. I just.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say it sounded like quintessential Dragon Quest music to me, but in a good way.
0: Yes, yeah, it is a
1: good way. yeah,
4: yeah,
2: yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Then my in my entire play, uh playthrough of Dragon Quest Builders two, this is the one. This is the one that like I really enjoy the most, and also what probably the the one that I could only remember. I don't know if that's mean. <laughs> like in the entire uh, Dragon Quest
3: typical Dragon Quest non-fan <laughs> <Typical>. <laughs> <laughs> So
2: Okay, but I brought it here so it means I really like it so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well talking about the music, I really adore how like how quirky it sounds and how um, actually every time I hear this music, Uh, I would always just remember the the (laughs) Golden in the game.
0: Oh
3: yeah. Chapter two? Yeah.
2: Chapter. And um well a bunch of dialogues in the game are also very quirky, so it really Mm -hmm. matches
3: the (laughs)
1: music. So
3: yeah. It has this like happy vibe, like like (laughs) I don't know, it's like typical Dragon Quest, like it's like Mm -hmm. I'm oh this is oh this is lovely, what a lovely day. Here I am,
2: yeah,
4: uh,
3: picking berries or whatever it is the villagers do, <laughs> or something. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: it's very bright and cheerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: it's very bright and cheerful. Mm. Yeah, and you—I mean, uh, it. The first time I actually heard it was a my first Dragon Quest game was Dragon Quest Heroes, the Musou game. So yeah, they use it over and over and over again. <laughs> As a battle theme? No, no, it's not a battle <laughs> theme. It's a, it's a, the camp theme. It's, oh, Dragon uh, Quest Heroes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 so good. Why not use it again? You know, so, <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're making this they way, way too change easy it. for me. <laughs> 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 it is. I mean, it is good though. Like I know, you know, I, I know we we banter about this stuff um i don't actually dislike dragon quest music um and you know i i think you know to tin's credit here uh that if other things don't stand out it's like it's like the camp stuff and heroes like in dragon quest builders too like in the, some of these areas like you do hear you will hear the same song a lot and yeah whether I mean whether you like it or not, like it, eventually it's really easy to tune stuff out when you're like in a place for like dozens of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that this one stood out to you. Like I do like this one, and for that matter, I'll say that like overall, I think Builders 2, I like the arrangements more in Builders 2. Um, You know, I'm sure as some of you know, I've spent a lot of time in both games on the <laughs> like free build island, uh, building ridiculous structures. Um, and in the first game, like some of the arrangements, like eventually I was like, sometimes I'm like, okay, I've been building for a while. Like I'm going to put some other music on. But I think, I think they did really, really well with the arrangements in the second one where they're they're really, everything's very chill and they're, they're nice arrangements. I like the instrumentation. Um, and I as much time as I've spent in the second one, I really didn't feel any of them ever got old. Um, and then this one in particular, like this is, You know, in a game full of cozy arrangement, arranged music, like this is a very nice, cozy song. Um, Which is kind of funny because, you know, given the setting of this is like this, you know, town full of miners out in the desert, you know, it's like you wouldn't expect like something kind of cozy or, you know, sort of chill like this. Um, Yeah. But But they are are the most gentle miners. Exactly. You're like, oh, man, this 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 town is full of miners. Like, if you don't know, if you don't have the context to know, like, what the, these guys are like, it's like, oh, it's full of miners. Like, oh, OK. And you're going to build a bar uh, or a tavern or whatever they call it. Um, but those guys are just big dopes. Uh, they're so sweet towards everyone there. And it's like, it really, it really does fit the vibe of the kit. Wow. Sorry about that. Apparently a bunny wanted to leap across the room. Um... <laughs> but it really does fit, fit the vibe of the town and all the characters. And I like that the song will slowly build up. Um, like there's a part kind of around the midpoint and a little bit later where it just gradually adds more layers and gets a little more boisterous and triumphant. And I don't remember if that's at least the version we're, we're playing here today. I don't remember if the song itself does that or like this is a game rip. Um, if it's just like the song changes as you build the town, because I think it's that. I think there's just different versions of the song as you progress in the level, but um, there's no soundtrack to these games, which I didn't actually realize. Neither Builder's game had a release soundtrack, which is very sad. Um, I think they should do that.
2: Well, I think I know the reason probably why, because this song has been played in multiple Dragon Quest games.
3: Yeah, the the soundtrack
0: would essentially be a compilation of
2: just different... Yeah, for, yeah. like, the entire series, probably. Well, like, yeah. yeah,
0: but how many compilation Dragon Quest albums are there? How many compilation Final Fantasy albums are there? <laughs> you know? True. Yeah. So okay. you're saying this exact arrangement is in other games, like this instrumentation, everything? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So that's why then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they could still do it, though. I don't know. They could still I, do I mean, it. Yeah. I think it would be a, a cool collection, because even if all the songs in these games have appeared in other ones they don't all appear in the exact same one mm-hmm. so like it would be cool to pull them together you know like i you know if you if you follow the soundtracks for final fantasy 14 like every song that is in those expansions is on their soundtrack even if they're not from 14 which like for me in my music library like i don't need i don't need the duplicates but mm-hmm. all like the final fantasy 12 songs the nier songs where they appear in those raids, they're on the soundtrack. There's a whole section of just like the, so- the songs straight out of those other games, you know, just like, so it's like a complete collection. And, you know, I think that's cool. So my point is they should do that with builders and also mm-hmm. make a third game. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes to both. Yeah. To both sentiments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that finally brings us to our halfway point. Uh, I, I didn't actually plan it this way. I, I know I always say that I really didn't plan for us to have, uh, Audra and me, Geo and Tin. Audra and me and Gio and Tin. <laughs> but that—that that is how our blocks worked out today. So once again, uh, Audra, you and I have a block together, uh, starting with you. Oh,
1: yeah. My choice is Black Mage Village from Final Fantasy IX.
0: Oh, that's a good one. I'm happy about that. Yes. Um, so I have an arrangement today from a town that, as a child, I always called Mabe Village. Is it Mabe Village or is it Mabe Village? I don't know because... They never speak it. It's one of those. I always um,
1: say Mabe, but...
0: I assume it is. But, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you know, as a kid, I said it for so long. Like, I have it in my head, so now Mabe sounds weird. But I'm <laughs> sure that is what it is. Um, anyway, so, yes. So, it's Mabe Village, but it's an arrangement from an album from, I think, 2013 uh, that DJ Cutman did called Meow Meow and Bow Bow. Um, This is very serious business today. So uh, let's go listen to that. Let's go listen to Black Mage Village from Final Fantasy 9 and DJ Cutman's Mabe Village from Zelda Link's Awakening.
1: actually surprised i was able to pick this song because i thought for sure it would be a track that we've already used in rhythm encounter but to my pleasant surprise it wasn't and i had to go with it because i am very biased towards the black mages i kind of i love that character group and i just their whole village in general to me i just love the sense of what it represents from a story stance and i kind of love that the i mean the instrumentation in it it's light and yet and quirky and yet it has like an industrial feel that's kind of fitting for the characters given their background as weapons and i just i don't know i kind of just i love it it has like a hopeful calm quality to it but then it's also energetic at the same time and it just i feel like it really captures their characters quite well
0: yeah you know it is one of those songs that's surprising we haven't had it on you know it's one of for me it's one of my standouts from the soundtrack um it's just so funky and kind of offbeat Mm -hmm. and I just think all the, the sound choices with it are just really fascinating. Like I actually had industrial in my notes too, like industrial or steampunk or something, um, mm-hmm. which is this really fun, interesting like uh, baseline to it, which I would not normally describe a baseline as fun, but uh, in this case it is. I don't know, it's always, I feel like it's one of those songs where I like a lot, but I can't really figure out the words to describe why beyond what I just said um yeah it just it's just fascinating is is the keyword word there um mm-hmm. and yeah i mean I, i'm with you too on the black mage village and just i like that when they said they wanted to take final fantasy back back to its roots for nine and like they they're like okay look here's this like classic black mage and stuff but they it wasn't just like a a surface level thing. It's like no like they made they really built this backstory of black mages and what they are in the world like, it was a really important part of the game so mm-hmm. I, I like that they really leaned into that stuff. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, this is like a version of Vivi's theme,
3: right? It's like a... I uh, believe there are elements
1: of thing. it in it. Which yeah. makes sense, just mm-hmm. given of Vivi's course. very important as far as Black Mages go.
3: I love this theme. I'm, I'm so glad you brought this on. Yay. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> 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 I, um, I, uh, one of my favorite things about it is the... The little voice samples that the ooh, 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 looks <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> it's so it's so uh, it's just so bouncy and so infectious. I love it.
2: Yeah, actually, um, it's it's really nice how they uh tackled this one because like normally in other games when you listen to like mage ki- uh mage themes, it wouldn't really sound close to this mm-hmm. so yeah I I also really adore uh this this specific uh, theme from Final Fantasy IX. so it's it's one of those tracks that you'd really remember in, in the entire game
1: yeah, yeah.
3: for sure mm-hmm.
1: which is saying something because Final Fantasy 9 has some really good music yeah <laughs> exactly. oh god
3: yeah and it it comes across like a it's a bit um It's a change of pace after, I think most of the soundtracks are pretty based on, like it uses like traditional instruments. So this is the first time in a while that we hear like a synth based song in the FF9 soundtrack, at least uh, over the course of the the game when you play it. So it's, it adds to the, it it adds to the standout factor,
1: I think. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Okay. Does that mean I'm up now? Oh, yeah. I think so. All right, so this is a funky song, I'm aware. Um, But I've always had a major soft spot for Link's Awakening. Uh, This arrangement album was actually many years before there was a remake, so it is based on the original. But um, it's a lot of fun. I don't know offhand how long the original Village theme is. Um, In fact, I wish I had looked it up now that I started opening my mouth about it. Uh, I'm going to say it's a pretty short loop, um, which might explain how this song works because you know, I started noticing and I was timing it for like the first 20 seconds. The song is really familiar, like it sounds like the original bit, but like a kind of like a nice glow up on the original theme. But then every 20 seconds throughout the song, there's another shift. There's a there's a there's a change in the tone. There's a new layer or a new instrument or a new twist or something that it it just transforms a little bit more every 20 seconds. Um, And it's just so much fun. You know it just has this cool it's just such a fun bop and you kind of I don't I'm not going to say anyone else has to but I mean me I have to tap my foot to it a little bit like after after it starts going um it's just so much I just really enjoy it and uh the arrangements on this album in general are just a lot of fun um it's short it's like a 27-minute album overall but um if you like Link's Awakening music I would definitely look it up um again it came out like 10 years ago now but uh yeah, highly recommended. I uh, yeah, I loved it. Um I, it's
3: definitely a tote it's a foot tapper for sure. Mm-hmm. Um I I, uh, I thought I saw like a reference to Game Chops in the on the album cover. Is it are these uh uh are, are DJ Cutman and Spam Spamtron from Game Chops. Okay. Is that a thing?
0: I wish okay, oh boy. I don't I do not wanna say this wrong. Um I believe, because uh, I'm not—I haven't looked it up recently. My, if I'm remembering right, Game Chops is DJ Cutman's label company. I don't remember if he runs it. Uh, mm-hmm. I got—I got to find that out now. Uh, so if I'm misspeaking, then I'm sorry. But it's really Geo's fault for putting me on the spot. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I just—I know Game Chops because,
3: like, I—I listened to. Like, there's remixes of like Kata Mari Damasi music, and yeah, <laughs> and like, I don't know, it just it sounds the same, and yeah, I just want to know the connection because, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I like I, I enjoyed this remix a whole lot. Yeah. I love Link's Awakening music,
0: okay? Yes, all right, I, I was not just making that up. Uh, yes, DJ Cutman is the found on his bio on the Game Chops website. He's a, his title is actually founder, and final boss at Game Chops. So, Oh, I see. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a very energetic song.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it. Same here. Uh, There's something about Game Boy um, titles and their music. Like, for me, they all sound very... Um, how do I explain? You know, like, uh, the sounds as well in old... Um, Mega Man games those kind of shoes mixed in together with this but this one sounds more lively i'd say hmm.
3: you mean like it's chip chiptune yeah, yeah yeah exactly
2: and um i do like the subtle meow meow in the background so.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> yeah okay i did quickly look it up uh the actual the original song was 54 seconds so it wasn't actually a 20 second loop oh but, ooh, <laughs> but still, I mean, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy the little shift uh, a few times a minute. It really just keeps the song interesting. Um, and yeah, I mean, if you like, if you do like Zelda music, and you know, this is definitely not an ad for Game Chops or anything, because I didn't know about this until looking up some details on this album. But uh, they actually just released uh, two days ago, as of this recording, a, a Hyrule Cafe album, uh, which looks ooh, and ooh. sounds really cute. Uh, I've not heard it yet. But there's some cool Zelda albums and some other stuff that I didn't know about. There's some Pokemon albums. Uh, I didn't, I actually, I guess I need to follow them more because I didn't know they released stuff as frequently as they have been, like several things in the last couple months. So I, I have some catching up to do.
2: Mm-hmm. I should look into that as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we are coming up on our last block. So Gio and Tin, you have your other songs today. Uh, once again, Gio is first. So what is our next song here? Yeah, I'm um, bringing Seiran, The Blue Reflection, from Scarlet
3: Nexus. It's composed by Hayata Takeda and Masato Nakamura. It
0: sounds very colorful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's blue for sure. Or Scarlet. Scarlet, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I was getting I was getting a little bit confused behind the scenes thinking about this. Like I was doing notes. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't. It's like, I, in my head, I was like, wow, huh, Geo has a bl- Blue Reflection song on it. And I'm looking, I'm like, no, it's Scarlet Nexus. <laughs> but the next episode, someone has a song from Blue Reflection. So I'm like, all right, all right, this is how we're doing <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> it, if, if the Blue Reflection song had Scarlet in the name in the next episode, I would have just really, really been confused. And instead, I was only a little <laughs> bit confused. Anyway, yeah, Scarlet Nexus. And Tin, what is your second song? Uh,
2: yeah, the, the title of the song is. Port Town, and this is the day version. Uh, This is from the recent uh, release indie game, uh, Sea of Stars. And this is composed by Eric Brown and Vincent Jones.
0: I'm very happy we already have some Sea of Stars music on here, because there is a lot of music to enjoy in that game. All right, let's go listen to Ceyron, The Blue Reflection, and Port Town Day.
3: Um, this is uh, so that was Seran, the blue reflection from Scarlet Nexus. It's it's cool, right? It's like this. Um, uh, uh, it's a Asian tinged electronica song, basically. Uh, it plays in the very cyberpunky world of Scarlet Nexus, and the, the town of Seran is like this. Uh, like uh, I think the the main feature of this town is like there's like a big Chinese like row of restaurants in in the game I, I haven't actually played it so I'm just going by like what I've seen and uh yeah it's it's such a good chill vibe um I I like I, I find the intro very compelling like it's like um I don't know if you, you, you guys know like uh Merry Christmas Mr Lawrence but I got it I thought it was like a cover of, of that song for a bit because like it's a Ri Sakamoto song from
0: the movie of the same name I don't I have not heard of that so I can't comment on whether or not that is a reference
3: yeah oh yeah um it's a it's a movie uh it's got David Bowie in it and yeah it's it's really good <laughs> that's all I'll say um and like yeah honestly yeah, I just I brought this song because I, like, I just love it it's such a good listen it's it's good for studying it's good for driving it's good for a lot of things and uh yeah I
0: just really enjoy it and the whole soundtrack of Scarlet
3: Nexus, by the way, is just amazing.
0: You definitely have a habit of bringing on uh, really unexpected things. Um, Thank you. Y- your your <laughs> your song from Apuna like caught me off guard. This one caught me off guard because um, I I haven't played Scarlet Nexus, um, but it, I just didn't. It didn't ever occur to me, given what I've seen of the game, the artwork and the screens and the videos, um, that it would have a song like this. Um, because it's you know it's all set in like the modern world I think maybe at least that's what I've seen like modern and there's sort of like a, a bit of a high tech something look to it so this style of music uh, not I was completely not ready for it um, but it's a really really neat mix of like you said like uh, more classical style music along with electronic touches um, it's just really neat um, it actually reminded me a little bit of Crosscode's music. Um, where it's kind of a blending of different instruments and genres and feelings. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it's a really good song. I'd like to visit this town. That is the sense I get from it, in a way.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'd actually recommend the... I forgot. I mean, Mizuhagawa District. For the song Mizuhagawa District from Scarlet Bances, if you like, if you guys want more of this Ooh. vibe or like, you know, or like on a song that's really a standout from that soundtrack, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it's a good time. I think I think you, uh, you Audra and, and Mike would get a kick out of it.
0: Awesome. Okay, uh, we'll check it out. And then when we're done recording and I forget what the name is, I'll ask you to remind me in Slack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you think about Scarlet Nexus, then?
2: Oh, um, I actually played this game, but I haven't finished it yet. But, um, one thing that really strikes me the most with this game is uh, apart from is apart from its visuals it's also the music I I like how um, like generally the entire soundtrack um, can sound um, like a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of its music has a, some electronic mixes uh, for it and yeah um, they're also somewhat a bit um, funky in a way. But at the same time, uh, it still matches the overall game. And for this specific song that Gio brought brought in the show, uh, I actually forgot uh, which area this place. But um,
3: Yeah, I I would describe it as like this... Cross between Hong Kong and Venice, it's like um, it's uh, um, Hong Kong, like lined with like canals, basically.
2: Yeah, but set in like a modern world.
3: Yeah, or like a bit, a bit f- near future. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of, this dystopic-ish world. Okay. Yeah, that sounds
0: cool. I'd yeah,
3: that's how I describe it.
0: Well, speaking of canals, I was really pushing. Oh, it. there
3: we go. That's a good one. I mean, I
0: don't think Portown Town has canals; it just has the ocean, but. <laughs> Whatever. As good as I can get. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's hear about your song, Tune.
2: Uh, yeah. You just heard um, Port Town. And um, actually, this this town is called Brisk in the game. And um, before even getting into this area, uh, I do like the buildup of music before you reach there. And uh, this area uh perfectly fits the tunes of it um like your the the trumpets and and the beat of this song uh really gives you that um feeling of being out there in the ocean which i really really like uh in 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 this game and apparently there are there are actually a lot more village themes in this game, but this is the one one this is one of those that really strike me the most in my entire play- playthrough. Probably the reason why as well is because um, this is also one of the biggest towns in the game, so I spent a lot more time roaming around in this town because there are a lot of things to do, and and it also the the music, uh um just matches because. Apart from the Oceany theme that it gives The town is also Busy and um, there's Like a lot of things going on in here And yeah And, and I think um, In in this Game this is like One of those themes that You just, rem- you just remember After playing the game I think
1: so. Yeah I haven't played the game yet but this definitely has like a very bustling energy to it that i quite like exactly Mm
3: -hmm. yeah i find it to be like a dead ringer for mitsuda style Yasunori mitsuda um i know he's a composer in the game i I know and i know he's not the one who composed the song but like it's very similar to uh i don't know the way how he would compose a port theme like in chrono cross or something so or kernel trigger. Well of course
2: I, I think the reasons why um like the area before reaching this sound. Like the music there is composed by Mitsuda. So I guess, you know, it's like a transition yeah, from, from that there. area to this one. Oh, okay. So it would it would match. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um I, I'm I have to slightly wing it from my notes because when I wrote my notes, I was saying, oh, I'm guessing this plays in Brisk, but I am not there yet. And then right before recording this, uh, I got to Brisk. Um, so now I have heard it in-game. And yeah, your your description, description is right on. Like, it's a cool, like, bustling port town with, oh my god, the the pirate people you meet there are yeah. hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I like your the way you describe that. In fact, I'm Hillary when... Hillary listens to this. She's gonna be really happy because we were we were talking, and she was like, "Oh, that sounds like a Mitsuda track." And I'm like, "Actually, it isn't one of the Mitsuda tracks, but I, I see where you guys are all coming from." Um, the the horns are my favorite in this one too. It it gives it just mm-hmm. that classic like RPG Port Town feel, um, mm-hmm. whatever that means. It, it's one of the it, so many times like we describe like I, I'm I try not to do it too much, but you're like, "Oh yeah, this sounds like an RPG this," or it sounds like this is an RPG, and like. If you don't know it, like, that description is useless. But I feel like, you know, all of us who play RPGs, you're like, oh, yeah, like, I'm used to that. Like, mm-hmm. you, you associate certain sounds with certain places or elements even, uh, which I just think is really interesting. But um, I, I think there's something really special about Sea of Stars just overall. I know I'm still early in, but, like, what I've seen and played and what I've heard, um, like, this song is a good representation of that because how... how Eric Brown and, like, everyone involved in the soundtrack, like, they created this music that's totally unique, right? It, it's it's new music for this game, but it also feels like it could have been in an older retro RPG that doesn't exist. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I know there's, like, sound fonts and, like, there are ways to, like, make it sound that way, but, you know, it's interesting when you have arrangements and things that we are like oh yes well like this is an arrangement of a song that was composed back then but or like oh well this is like a chiptune song and like it doesn't sound retro it's just using retro elements but there are songs in this game that it's not just that they use retro elements but they sound like something like like for me like it could have been an old chrono game but also an old lunar game like i could have Mm -hmm. this sounds like something that could have been in a lunar game even though it is a unique song and it was composed you know now modern day um, I just I find it really fascinating, so I'm, I'm excited to play more of the game and hear more of this stuff.
2: Yeah, it, uh, the music sounds old, but in a good way, but also it does sound new, you know? It's, exactly. It's a mix of both. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's refreshingly like classic. Yeah, I like how they managed to do that in this soundtrack
0: yeah i mean it's it's really impressive um i don't know if has anyone else played their first game the messenger the messenger yeah oh the messenger. i don't know why i didn't mention the game yeah. but yeah no <laughs> okay. uh i haven't uh i have not finished it um and this is this is not much of a hot take because it, most people i know that have played it will say this but it's good um you know it's it's sort of like the old like ninja gaiden games if they didn't infuriate you because um, I, I cannot go back and play those I it's I have this thing about games where like I'm okay with them being difficult but I don't like it when they are cheap and when when enemies appear on the screen uh, like halfway across the screen as you're moving and they knock you into a pit I'm like I'm not having fun anymore um, but I always want I wanted to like those games more than I did when playing them because I'm like the setting is cool you're this ninja running through cities and stuff so the messenger is like for me, like a better version of that. Like, I think they did a really good job with it. Plus there's this really weird twist, which I won't spoil, but it's, it's an interesting twist like can way through the game that changes things up. So yeah, I and... had to stop myself from spoiling it. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it earlier. <laughs> oh, okay. And, you know, I know that, you know, the messenger and sea of stars are sort of, sort of slightly connected or like they're in the same world. I don't think there's mm-hmm. any real overlap. Uh, that I know of but hey there's some DLC coming so maybe maybe there'll be more
4: mm-hmm.
0: anyway well I think that takes care of us for today uh this was this was a lot of fun uh thanks everyone for bringing on your great songs yeah thank you for having thank, us
1: yeah thank you of course thank you for having us
0: I mean you're all always welcome and again like oh. not not to pick you know pick out anyone in particular but again Gio like I meant what I said earlier but like <laughs> you br- you bring stuff on that always surprises me like ever since I don't I don't think this was your first episode or or, but if it was let me know but when you brought on that um the silver case or 25th ward I forgot which one um that was my first episode that was was amazing like that (laughs) that song blew me away because I'm like I haven't I hadn't heard any of the songs from that I'm like you're just you always bring such interesting songs, so thank you oh, for thank that. thank you so much. Yeah. I'm,
3: a, I'm about to bring another one.
0: For you are. You are. Bonus track. Oh, yeah. um, another yeah. unexpected one. <laughs> although, in this case, it's a game I have heard of and know of, although I've also not played it, because I don't think I ever own the console that it's on. Uh, but yeah, uh, really quick, i uh, going to do my housekeeping here before we get to our, our bonus track, which obviously you know now is from Geo. But... Um, Uh, So thank you, Geo and Tin, because um, all four of your games you brought on today were the first time they've been on the show. Uh, So this episode uh, was the first time we had music from Dragon Quest Builders 2, Apuna, Scarlet Nexus, and Sea of Stars.
2: Mm. Very nice. Totally not on purpose. (laughs) No,
0: and I'm sure it won't be the last when it comes to Sea of Stars either.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, So coming up next on Rhythm Encounter, in two or three weeks, uh, we might be shifting the schedule around a little bit next week but we'll see um whenever it is the next episode is going to be electronic or dance music i think it's actually electronic and dance music um that's all being prepared right now so it's going to be a fun episode and after that we're doing another console episode about the gameboy advance so just people's favorite gba music um if you enjoyed this episode if you want to share us share some feedback with us if you have thoughts for future topics, uh, you can email us at music at RPGFan.com, which is also just a way to reach me. So I'm just using that as my contact for now. <laughs> um, and as for the rest of you, um, what is the best way to reach you, uh, Audra?
1: Email audrab at RPGFan.com.
0: Okay. And Geo?
3: Yeah, you can find me on Discord. I'm, oh, uh, I changed my name. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm Poochie I'm, uh, Carrot. That's P-U-C-H-I-C-A-R-A-T, uh, no space. Uh, it's it's the PlayStation puzzle game. Yeah, I don't know. I just found the name really cool. So yeah, <laughs> you can find me on RPG Fan Discord there, or you can email me
0: at geo at RPGFan.com. Okay, another thing I have to look up after this. <laughs> um, okay, how about you, Tin?
2: Uh, yeah, you can find me on the RPG Fan Discord and... My name is literally 10 there so I'm not really difficult to find and you you can mostly see me online but idle or in do not disturb so maybe you can't reach me there. So. <laughs>
0: That's fair. <laughs>
2: but yeah I will definitely still see it if, if anyone would reach out.
0: All right um, if you enjoyed this episode, thank you. Uh, if you want to check out RPG fans other podcasts, we have two other ones. Uh, Random encounter. Just did, a few days before this goes up, or a week before this goes up, um, did a farming-centric episode. Been, we've had a lot of farming reviews on RPG Fan. We had a review for Harvest Moon and Fae Farm and Rune Factory 3 Special. So we're going to talk about a few of those on random. So check that out. Uh, Retro Encounter recently did a spoiler cast for Final Fantasy 16, which I can't listen to. Um, and... <laughs> Right now, they're in the middle of a game journal for Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter, uh, which I'm very excited about. I am not on that one. And it's one of those games that I haven't played myself, but I just its existence just constantly fascinates me as a sort of roguelike back before they were as popular as they are now. So I'm, I can't wait to hear what everyone feels about that game playing it in 2023. When when Dragon Quarter is done, their next game journal in October is going to be on the original Rhapsody, uh, partially in honor of Rhapsody two and three recently coming out. So be sure to be sure to check those out. Um, along with that, you can find RPG Fan in general on social media. Where most places at RPG Fan uh, maybe at some point we will also be on Mastodon or Blue Sky or one of the others, but that is kind of up in the air because we're waiting to see which of them turns out to be good. Um, But you can find us on Facebook and Twitter is what I'm still calling it. And Instagram and threads and Twitch and YouTube. So yeah, check us out there. Of course, our website is RPGFan.com, and we do have a shop. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the last episode, I said we might have a new item in the shop by the time this episode comes out may or may not be the case. Um, but we are working on it and it will be out soon. So you can find our shop at rpgfan.com shop if you want to get some merchandise, some general RPG Fan merchandise or some 25th anniversary since this year is our 25th anniversary. So check those out. Uh, if you enjoyed this, re- you can review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever it is you listen. Uh, we would appreciate the support and you know, just getting more ears on the show. So you can say you want eyes on something, but saying you want ears on something just sounds weird. <laughs> Just picturing someone holding up their phone to their ear, I don't know. Anyway, so we are ending today with a bonus track from Geo with another game that I'm pretty sure has never been on the show before. So, what are we closing out with?
3: Yeah, I'm bringing the Village theme from Shining Wisdom, the old Sega Saturn game. Uh, yeah, I hope you all enjoy it. It's very jazzy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I listened to it a little bit and I liked what I heard, so I'm sure that's that's a good one to bring on. That that was back when. The Shining series existed and also before it got sort of weird. Like I I feel like it kind (laughs) of dropped off for a while there, but back in the day uh, it was pretty well regarded. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Uh, Thank all three of you for being here. This was a lot of fun. So let's go close out with the village theme from Shining Wisdom and we'll see you next time.
1: I don't know much about the game itself, but yeah, you can definitely tell that the composer went all out with it. And I think he does an excellent job with it.
0: Yeah. I. Okay, actually, before I continue, uh someone has some background noise. <laughs> uh oh.
2: Hold on.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go check off them.
0: I don't know if someone was sweeping or. Uh. Oh, I think it was Tin's dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not criticizing the dog, but I was like, okay, this this is still going, so I want to yeah. know what's going on here before.
3: It's a cute dog, but it 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 do be loud, I think. <laughs> Everything it does is loud. So
0: <laughs> Do you know what it was
3: doing? Uh, I think it was I think it pooped and it's trying to cover up its poop. Oh, (laughs) jeez.